Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody's continuing to have a great week, staying safe, taking care of yourselves, your families, and the community as things slowly get back into motion here in North Carolina. We've got to continue to stay safe. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I am pumped. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you've been tuning in to the Mental Fitness Matters show um, for the time that I've been on, or if this is your very first time tuning into the Mental Fitness Matters show, you know, for me as a licensed clinical mental health therapist, I am super passionate about mental health and mental fitness and providing people with tips, strategies, and solutions on how to improve their overall mental wellness. Um, the truth is mental health is something that everyone has. And it is just as important as our physical health. And just like there are things that we can do to take care of our physical fitness, there are so many things that we can be doing right now, starting today, to take care of your mental health and your mental fitness. And yes, mental health, um, this month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month, but this is a daily practice. We want to figure out strategies and solutions that we can start to take care of our mental health every single day. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about creating a mental fitness toolbox. And joining me via Zoom is my friend who also happens to be a licensed clinician, Yolanda Bartow, a licensed clinical social worker and founder of A Place for Peace in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yolanda has dedicated her career to assisting people in becoming their best selves. She received her bachelor's in psychology, master's in social work from UNC Charlotte, She is a certified Reiki master practitioner and a yoga instructor, and she has supported people in their quest to work through mental health issues, common life struggles, and decision-making to accomplish their goals for over 20 years. As you can see, she comes with a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Yolanda, thank you so much for joining us today and being on this show. It's so good to see you this morning. How are you? I'm doing well. And thank you for that introduction. You make me want to go out and find me a me. (laughs) I'm telling you, people need to go and find you. People need to go and find you. Is there anything else you would like to for our audience to know about you before we get started today? Um, I think you covered it all. The only thing that I would add is that I am a great friend and mother. So my life is very, um, I'm living my life in harmony and making it day by day, just like everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things I love about you, Yolanda, is just your presence. You just have this calming presence as a friend, like you said, even as a mom and as a therapist, you provide so much peace for the people that come into your world, which is so important, not only today, but as we move forward throughout the crises that we've seen. Can you tell the audience a little bit about what you do at A Place for Peace before we get into this conversation today? Sure. So my mission for peace is to provide Um, healing and guidance using therapeutic interventions. As you mentioned, I am a licensed clinical social worker. So, um, and I consider myself to be an integrative psychotherapist, which means that I don't stick to one particular modality when it comes to using interventions with my clients. I kind of pull from different modalities to create a plan that's specific to the person that I'm speaking with. Um, And so I use psychotherapy modalities such as CBT, DBT, 
um, others as, as well as incorporating Reiki and yoga. That's huge. And I think as we talk about mental health, because mental health is um, it's really getting a little bit more attention with the COVID-19 going on. I'm seeing the awareness kind of creep up just a little bit, which is awesome. Um, but there is still a stigma attached to this mental health field that people feel like if I'm feeling fine, I don't need to worry about mental health. And mental health is only something for people maybe who have a diagnosis. Could you help us kind of destigmatize what what is mental health and what mental health is not for people that might be tuning in for the very first time learning some of this information? Right. So when we talk about mental health, what we're referring to is the psychological, emotional and social well-being of people. Um, and what we're doing is finding ways to maintain that. There are moments where people experience uh, mental health conditions that affect their mood, their thinking, their behavior, and that results in a diagnosis. Right. Um, it's not something that people create. It's something that has to be treated, in, as you said earlier, in much the same way that we treat our physical health. So we use our mental toolbox that we'll be talking about later on um, to try to maintain it in moments that we can't maintain. We go to see professionals, either through talk therapy or through medication or other modalities like yoga, meditation, energy healing. That's great. And so would you say that if somebody's coming in, maybe um, they don't have a mental health diagnosis, should people still seek support, seek counsel, seek coaching? For sure. Um, I think that um, taking care of our mental health is rooted in us being able to manage our life. Um, it affects how we feel, how we act, how we handle stress, how we relate to others and make decisions. And when we find ourselves in a space that we can't do that on our own, it's definitely important for us to go seek somebody's assistance. Sometimes that looks like talking to a friend, but other times it's really be best left to a professional. Sometimes our friends and family tell us the things that we want to hear and they're very supportive, but sometimes we also need an alternative way of thinking about things and we need to examine what the root of the issue is because sometimes we can get so caught up in the details of what's happening in the moment that we don't realize that a lot of the things that we feel that we react to are coming from past experiences. Mm -hmm. So a professional can help people get to the root of what is causing issues and help them move through it. I like that. It could be an exploratory process where you can kind of go through one on one starting out. Let's say if there hasn't something come up, you can talk with a friend at first. But like you're saying, if there's more that needs to be done, there are professional supports out here. And I think it's good to point out that our brain is responsible for everything that we do. When you talk about the thinking, the feeling, the emotions, this thing right here, it, our brain is responsible for all of that. And it doesn't have to be a trauma or something big or major that takes place. Everyday life, stress in everyday life, in your work, um, in school, in whatever area that you show up, stress can be present. And stress is not always bad. But stress can also begin to manifest itself in ways that you may see symptoms pop up, whether you are having trouble sleeping whether you feel like your thoughts are racing and you can't shut your mind off, uh, whether you're feeling more sad or unmotivated at times. So all of these things are symptoms and things to be aware of, be mindful of, um, being able to check in with yourself to identify how you feel. And so when we're talking about mental health, we're just talking about you being able to create some awareness around how are you doing from a mental perspective? 
How am I feeling? What am I thinking? Am I able to shut off and shut back on? So really start to look at this as just overall wellness, just like you would your physical fitness. When you're going to the gym, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're creating plans for your diet, you're, you're assessing what your needs are. Mental health is no different. I agree. And I would just add to that, um, you know, all of our experiences become a part of our DNA. Yes. And because it becomes a part of our DNA, oftentimes we are responding from a place that is not in our conscious um, awareness. And so we really have to be aware, uh, aware of the stuff that we carry that we have suppressed, because regardless of whether or not we think it does, it shows up in all of our interactions with people. So true. And sometimes ways that, that are not beneficial to us moving forward. That is so true. I'm glad you brought that up, Yolanda. And I think right now, even more so than ever, especially with things that are going on um, from a crisis state that our nation is facing. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their income. People have lost their family members and loved ones um, to this virus and to the conditions of this world. So be mindful that you may have some underlying stressors. You know, when we talk about social isolation, when you've been out and about for forever and now you've been cooped up in the house with people two months on, um, that can present some underlying stress and you may have some triggers that begin to pop up that haven't been there. They've been there, but they begin to creep up because now uh, we're in this pressure cooker, you know, so being able to kind of take a self check of what those triggers are for you. How are you releasing that stress? How are you managing those emotions? Maybe it's something like Deonda said that you never really have dealt with in, in the first place. You know, so those, those things may be starting to kind of creep up and manifest a little bit more for you. Um, Let's talk about what are some strategies or ways that as we begin to talk about creating a mental fitness toolbox for people. So if this is their very first time really kind of taking a look at their mental health or they've been watching and taking a look at their mental health for quite some time, what are some strategies that people can begin to do right now to start to create this mental fitness toolbox? I always say start with the basics. What are you feeding yourself? And when I talk about what you're feeding yourself, it's like, what are you taking in? What are you listening to? What are you seeing? What are you feeling in your body? What are you um, eating? Because all of those things, our body tells us exactly what we need to know if we just listen to it. If we eat something that we're not supposed to, our body has a reaction to it. Yes. But oftentimes we ignore that reaction because we're enjoying the food right? Mm -hmm. And the same is true when we're watching television shows, when we're talking to people, when we're just moving through different spaces. So starting with those basics, and then the other basics of eating, sleeping, moving in a way that supports your body. I'm not a proponent of saying drink eight glasses of water a day, sleep eight hours a day. You really have to find what works for you. Um, what makes you be able to move through each day. And part of that is knowing what your baseline is. And your baseline is where, how do I feel when things are going well? And in the moments that I don't feel like things are going well, or I'm not at my baseline, then I began to implement some other tools. And so those tools can be things like um, meditation. Um, it can be things like coloring, being creative. Um, there are a couple of articles that I would refer people to that really explain some of this and also give practical things that you can begin to try. So there are a lot of different, you can Google and find 101 coping skills. <laughs> and so right. what I always tell people to do is start with five 
try them, see how they fit for you. And the, the goal is to develop a list of 10 things that I can do to get me back to a good place. So when I'm not feeling well, I go to my list. I start with meditation. I start with Reiki. Then I might take a warm bath. I might watch a funny movie. It's all of those things that I know get me to a place of feeling good. I'm going to pause you right there, Yolanda, because I think you dropped a couple really good gems um, that I want to mention before we go into break. I love how you said starting with the baseline, being able to identify, number one, what works for you. Because I think a lot of times, whether people are starting a physical fitness goal, a mental health goal, you know how new year, new year, new year, new you, there's always these trends going on, but people get consumed with having to drink eight glasses of water, having to exercise five times a week, and then they don't start. So I love how you said, let's not focus so much on how much we need to do. Let's just focus on starting at a place and identifying what our baseline is and then building on there. I think that's huge. Um, what we're going to do is take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Yolanda Barto. And we're going to talk about some of these strategies that she uses for herself and that you guys can begin to use right now in your home. You've been listening to the Mental Fitness Matters Show. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. And I am here with the amazing Yolanda Bartow, a licensed clinical social worker and founder for A Place for Peace. And we are talking about creating a mental fitness toolbox and the importance of taking care of your mental health. Um, And before we went to break, Yolanda, you were going through some strategies um, that you use and that people can begin to use right now today to begin this mental fitness, mental health journey. Let's go back through that. Some of the things that you, I want to start with how you talked about creating an awareness and setting a baseline. I think that was important because people need to know that everybody's baseline is different. What one regimen is for somebody else and what one protocol is for somebody else might not be the protocol for you. So really getting an idea of who you are and what you need, six hours of sleep may work for you. Eight hours of sleep may work for you, right? You know, so certain foods that other people can eat may work for you. But if they don't, you don't want to stop this process to improving your health. You want to begin to assess what's working for you. Yolanda, could you pick that back up on some of the tips that you were talking about there? Yeah. So, again, it's like you said, being aware of what is good for your body. And part of that is really starting to feel A lot of people go through life not feeling. We want to suppress our emotions, especially when things are unpleasant. But what we have to understand is all of those unpleasant emotions teach us something. They're telling us that we have a need that is not met. So it does definitely start with feeling, experiencing emotions. And the other part of that is having body awareness of understanding when I am feeling a thing in my body, what does it mean? There is a great article by Lona Wolf that talks about nine types of muscle tension caused by trapped emotions. A lot of times we don't make the mind-body-spirit connection. And so we're treating everything in isolation, not understanding that it's all connected. That's powerful. That is powerful because I, I think you're right. You know, there's this 
natural process that we have this thing above our shoulders, which is our brain, you know, and it's all connected to our body, which makes everything else function and go, you know, but there's this disconnect. And there's a great practice that helps really increase that awareness and improve that connection called yoga, right? Yep. And I would love for you to talk about what yoga is as a uh, yoga instructor. Um, tell us about yoga and the benefits that you're noticing for your mental health and the mental health of people that are experiencing this practice. Yeah, so yoga is a mind-body-spirit practice aimed at developing harmony, harmony within our body, harmony with us in the environment. Um, a lot of the mental health benefits are relieving anxiety, decreasing stress, helping to fight depression, improving the quality of life, improving breathing, all of these things assist us in being able to make clearer decisions. Um, there's this myth that yoga is difficult. It does not have to be. Yoga is for everybody. And we have adaptations, we have vari variations that make it accessible to every, every person. The key is finding a good fit. Um, and there are many styles of yoga as well. You do not have to be twisted into a pretzel to get the benefits of yoga. <laughs> That's good to know. But I think I'm glad that you're mentioning that because some of these things and some of those myths are the reasons why people don't go out and try and seek that support. And I loved how you mentioned that some parts of yoga include your breathing, right, which is a basic skill that we all need to do and that a lot of times we're not even doing properly, you know, so learning how to breathe properly, learning how to be in a place and connect with your mind and your body, you know, so there are so many benefits to yoga. I also heard you mention um, meditation, you know, and so a lot of things, I think there's a lot of people who don't do meditation because they're like, I can't quiet my mind. How do I, let's talk about meditation for a little bit. What is that? And what, how do you get to this practice? So meditation is practice is exercise for your mind. Um, I think that, well, it, to start on what it is, it trains your mind in awareness and in attention. The goal is to achieve mental clarity, emotional calm, and a stable state of being. I think where people get um, confused is, is feeling like you have to sit still and clear your mind to do meditation. Meditation can happen in so many ways. We can do walking meditations. We can do eating meditations. It's really about bringing your mind to the present moment, going within to figure out what's happening. So if I'm doing meditation and I have a bunch of thoughts that are coming to the forefront of my mind, they're supposed to. There's a reason why those thoughts are coming. They, they are coming to bring awareness to the things that you have going on. So two of the biggest myths about um, about uh, meditation are you, you have to be quiet. You have to quiet your mind. And I don't have enough time. And you can benef get benefits of meditation just doing it five minutes a day. And the more people practice, the more they'll feel the benefits of it. I love that. And I'm going to challenge my Mental Fitness Matters community to five minutes a day right? Five <laughs> minutes a day. If you want to get into just being able to practice, and like Yolanda said, it doesn't have to be about clearing your mind. If things come to the forefront, that's okay. Get back yeah. into it. Get into your space as you're going for a walk, as you're doing whatever it is that you do. Just practice becoming aware. 
Um, Yolanda, we have a few more minutes left. I want you to be able to talk about um, ways that people can reach you. And also, you are also doing some online um, yoga and Reiki um, sessions once a month. So I want to make sure we have time to kind of cover that. So let's tell people, number one, how do they reach you and what types of things are you offering um, online for free for people to join into? So um, my free services, I have been conducting online yoga and um, online distant Reiki sessions for anyone who wants to join. Um, ways to connect with me are through all social well, social media platforms of Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. And all you have to do is type in a place for peace, P-L-L-C, and you will find me. I always post a few days before um, when I'm going to be doing these sessions. They typically happen on the weekend, so Friday, Saturday, or Sunday as a way to wind down after the week, long week we've had, or to jumpstart the new week. Um, you can also visit my website, aplaceforpeace.net. And on there, you would be able to send me messages. And also my website lit, um, uploads all of my social media content as well. So it's like an all-in-one stop shop right yeah. there. That is perfect. A place for peace. And we have a few minutes left. Can you briefly tell us, you mentioned Reiki um, as another tool that we can add into this toolbox. So right now we have yoga, we have uh, meditation. Reiki, tell us briefly what Reiki is. So Reiki is a Japanese energy healing technique aimed at um, releasing all things that are not serving you. So it has benefits from this perspective of um clearing our mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical being of things that are not serving us. So in much the same way that yoga brings things to the forefront, Reiki does as well. It also has benefits that it helps to relieve pain. It's used in hospitals to support people who are going through chemotherapy. It's used in hospitals to support people who are have recently had surgery because it assists them in um, absorbing the medication more. There's so many benefits of Reiki um, that I can't list them all. In addition to that, there are so many different forms of energy healing. And with all of the things that we discussed today, if I can leave people with one message, it would be find what fits for you. And that includes when you're looking for a therapist. Like you have to do interviews, you have to ask questions. And if it doesn't feel good to you, then that's not a good fit for you. I love I'll, that. With one caveat, though, healing is not easy. Love that. <laughs> it, it is uncomfortable. <laughs> so when I'm talking about it not feeling good, I'm talking about the connection with the person that you are interacting with. Well, Yolanda, we thank you so much for your time. It's so good to see you. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to shine bright like the stars that you are. Have a great week. Visit A Place for Peace. Yolanda Bartow, healing is not easy, but it's necessary. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Take care of the community. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters.